Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather. I'm going to give you some news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view, one you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey folks, welcome to today's episode and I'm so thankful um, to be here today to be able to give you guys an update on all of this craziness going on in the world today. And as Art mentioned uh, this early this morning, I got your email this morning. Wonderful news. Thank you so much for your prayers, by the way. I surely, surely do appreciate them. Guys, if you have not watched Jan Markell's Understanding the Times latest program, I'll tell you what, uh, you might want to jump on that. You can check that out at YouTube, Rumble, or OliveTreeViews.org. Uh, and you can check out her latest program. And I'm telling you, you're not going to regret that you spent that hour watching that uh, craziness craziness stuff going on today. So we're going to talk a little bit about the WHO is planning another pandemic, quote, simulation. Mm -hmm. And the WHO and the EU partner to create global system of digital vaccine passports. Really? And uh, so we got dangerous levels, guys. Millions in the U.S. under air quality alerts as Canada wildfires rage. Worst air quality in 20 years grips New York City, folks. I live in the Texas Panhandle, and we're feeling those here down in the Texas Panhandle. I had a alert on my phone last week for air quality, <clears throat> and we're in the great wide open. So that very seldom happens here. We have more stuff to talk about today. So let me scroll on over here. Um, I have a new setup. I haven't quite finished getting this set up yet. Um, churches taking up the interfaith pride mantle with Jews, Muslims, Hindus, all striving to virtue signal to the advancing one world beast system. And tell me if you can guess who wrote that article. You know him and you know I love him. You got that right, guys. It's Leo Homan. Leo Homan, H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com. And I think you're going to be surprised uh, to find out who has fallen to the woke crowd and why they've fallen to the woke crowd. And uh, I did an article about that as soon as I found out about that. I actually did a podcast and that was on Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Bye-bye, Chick-fil-A. So sorry. Mm. Anyway, uh, you know, once you found out what was in that so-called chicken from Chick-fil-A, you kind of realize maybe that's not God's chicken after all. Mm, lots of chemicals there. Anyway, um, we'll talk a bit about that, but we'll really definitely go through that article from Leo Holman. And uh, if you haven't gone to HopeForOurTimes.com, go check out that. Uh, that is Tom Hughes, Thomas J. Hughes, Hope For Our Times. And he's always got a lot of great articles and so i kind of go there to get his news and articles and so that's where i picked up a couple of these today so uh, swedish prime minister massive immigration just doesn't work and does cnn's turmoil mean there's no room on cable for independent news hmm. and only one sausage per month for everyone german nutrition society recommends over 90 percent reduction in daily meal eating to combat Global warming. You remember it was global cooling, global warming. Now they just call it climate change. Let me tell you, yeah, yeah, the climate changes. God made it that way. It's called spring, summer, winter, fall. You know, anyway. Uh, so here we have a lot of crazy stuff happening. Philippines evacuates people near Mayan volcano where more unrest indicates eruption may be coming, folks. That could be happening uh, soon. Be on the lookout for that. The IDF clashes with Lebanese citizens along the Lebanon border. A lot of stuff happening over there. I kind of want to tell you, I talked to my brother, I mean, I think it was last night, and he goes, you should probably mention something on your podcast about amarillo locusts and floodwaters and fires. Don't they mention that in the Bible? I mean, you're right, big bro, it does. Talks about raging fires, which we have going on um, in Canada. We have a lot of fires happening uh, in, uh, I believe, Pennsylvania as well. And here in my little old city of Amarillo, Texas, we have major, major flooding, folks. They're evacuating people. Um, it has been uh, unreal, to say the least. Um, Amarillo tends to flood, but I tell you what, we have flooded so bad. We put in several playa lakes, and these aren't just little bitty old lakes. These are pretty big lakes, 60, 70 feet deep, and very large, uh, wide lakes to, you know, try to catch the floodwaters and be able to pump there and um, you know, that kind of thing. They're all overflowing, every single one of them. Um, Lawrence Lake, if you were to drive down Interstate 40 um, and look over to your south off of Paramount, you will see it. And it has encompassed quite a bit of that area up into major uh, neighborhoods that I've never seen it flood before. 
We have flooding over off of um, I-27 in the Georgia area as well. And that's pretty close to my house. I'm about mm, maybe a quarter of a mile um, from the flooding there. It's got a 45th in Georgia Street blocked off. So, folks, I've never seen this kind of flooding here. We have had torrential rainfalls. Um, man, I'm telling you, I've been like inch in like 30 minutes. It's just been un real and of course we've been in a drought so you can imagine what that first happened with the runoffs and the water just man and now of course it's soaked in and now we're you know got a lot of flooding so keep us in your prayers folks um we here in texas would appreciate that the panhandle anyway we're a different breed up here in the panhandle you know as i west texas well technically we are the panhandle but anyway (laughs) so let's jump to some of these articles when i did want to jump on here I do believe it is, let me pull it up over here. It is harbingersdaily.com, harbingersdaily.com. If you guys haven't checked out that website, boy, you might want to. they got a lot of news. I know my website is down. I am sorry. I'm going to have to rebuild. God, no, i got to rebuild my website, and I am totally heartbroken over that. Um, but I'm going to have to do that. So if you guys are going to Bible Prophecy number four today.com, I do apologize. Um, give me a little bit of time. Uh, hopefully no one has bought my name. And I can get that back up and going, okay? Um, so I did want to scroll over here down to authors. And so he's like one of my second favorites. And I know you're going to love him. Um, and I know y'all do already. Is Dean Dwyer from uh, over there uh, in Australia. And he goes, he has been a pastor. Look at this. He has served for over 20 years as pastor and president of Iser Street Baptist Church. in, if I get this wrong, please forgive me, Toowoomba, Australia. So... Uh, let's check out. He's got some really good articles. He always does. Um, it says, why a hostile hospital takeover is causing alarm amongst Christians in Australia. That was, I'm sure, is a great article. And is the WF's Global Alliance for Responsible Media vying for your mind? Mm-hmm. And he is on the Berean Review, and you can actually watch part two and part one on there. Um, that's pretty cool. We got some more stuff. Globalism, the rebellion, the rage, and the regret of the nations of course the apostasy beneath the banner of the woke what pulpit prioritizes the people will pursue and you guys know i read that article um on my last podcast and so so why a hostile hospital takeover is causing alarm amongst christians in australia let's start with that article today june the 4th 2023 harbingers by dean dwyer uh, in Australia, a recent event took place which has caused quite the stir amongst believers and concerned members of the public. It concerns a Catholic-run hospital in Canberra, Australia's capital, called Calvary Hospital, which has been operating for 44 years. Yet from July the 3rd or 3rd July 2023, it must transfer ownership to the government-run Canberra Health Services. What is the story behind this hostile takeover and why is it causing alarm amongst Christians in Australia? Oh, folks, let's check that article out. That sounds like a doozy. So it says the criticism from the public centers around the handling of the matter uh, with the Australian Capital Territory or the ACT government in an unprecedented move resorting uh, to the introduction of new legislation to compulsory acquire the hospital's assets and effectively transition Calvary Hospital staff to Canberra Health services folks that seems a little um hmm, i don't know that sounds a little bit a little too tyrannical to me i don't know about you guys but so this move does not just affect hospital operations this has far-reaching consequences for freedom of religion and freedom of conscience in australia you see unlike most similar liberal democracies australia does not have a bill of rights instead protection for human rights may be found in the constitution and in legislation passed by the federal parliament or each of the state or territory parliaments in the constitution there are five explicit individual rights the right to vote protection against acquisition of property on unjust terms, the right to a trial by jury, and freedom of religion, and prohibition of discrimination on the basis of state of residency. Because of these constitutionally protected rights, the ACT government has been very careful in how it has approached the situation. The government has had its eye on Calvary Hospital for more than a decade. In 2010, the government had proposed buying the hospital for $77 million, but the deal fell through because the government was told the Vatican would take years to consider and approve the sale. Although the buyout fell through, the operation of the hospital has since operated in accordance with 
with its prior agreement with the ACT government. But as part of its ongoing provision of health care services to the ACT community, the Calvary Hospital Board and ACT government began negotiating the hospital's future in May last year. However, they were unable to reach an agreement. At the time, negotiations broke down. The agreement Calvary Hospital had with the government still had 76 years to run. Therefore, there was no real concern at the breakdown of negotiations due to the assurance of the underlying agreement effectively securing Calvary Hospital's future. So what went wrong? Hmm. Well, to establish that, you need to dig a little deeper to understand what was said in the lead up to the decision because the evidence is very telling. So Walter uh, Abenheretna, the ACT president of the Australian Medical Association, said it was important to deliver public health care services without being bound by ideology. And what ideology would that be? The belief that it is wrong to murder babies in the womb? You see, for the ACT government, the provision of abortion is non-negotiable. However, Calvary, Capel, Calvary Hospital has in the past relied on institutional conscientious objection to refrain from participating in abortion-based, quote, health care, unquote, on the conviction that it is biblically and morally wrong to intentionally end a human life, particularly that of a life in a mother's womb. And how accurate is that? Very accurate. But then, of course, you know, their government must be like our government. Anyway, he goes on to say, giving further weight to the belief that the takeover is ideological is the fact that in April 2023, the Standing Committee on uh, Health and Wellbeing produced a report uh, which devoted considerable attention to Calvary Hospital's lack of abortion provisions, which resulted in the uh, negative media attention. The basis of the report seems to have been the fear that fallout from the recent Roe versus Wade decision in the United States would lead other nations to remove abortion as a federally protected method of reproductive health care, quote, unquote. This is affirmed in black and white in the introduction to the report, which is in parts, parts 1.6 and 1.7, respectively, indicate as follows, and I quote 1.6, the outrageous Roe versus Wade decision for the United States of America has prompted Australia women to reflect on the various states of legality applicable across all jurisdictions in Australia, and importantly, to start a loud conversation about the actual access to services. 1.7 states, the reversal of Roe versus Wade epitomizes the need for ongoing protection of reproduction rights. The inquiry in this report stands as a conserved or concerted initiative as part of this overarching and necessary vigilance. Yes, folks, this is what you have going on today. And even in Australia, the far-reaching wickedness just blows my mind. I just never thought I would see this during my day. So anyway, uh, the article does uh, continue, Dean says. So given the timeline of events, it becomes clear to the average person that there was first an effort to undermine Calvary Hospital because it would not permit abortions, followed by deliberately directing negative media and public attention to the hospital, followed by the surprise decision to forcibly acquire the hospital. What the government has failed to acknowledge in this situation is that freedom of conscience has been a long-standing foundational principle of democracy in Australia. That freedom of conscience is designed to protect institutions and individuals from being compelled to act against their beliefs, particularly in relation to sincerely held moral or religious beliefs. However, perhaps the government's actions should not come as a surprise, given that Australia, Australian federal, state, and territorial governments throughout the COVID era tried every psychological trick in the book to get the entire population to inject an unknown and unwanted substance into their body. When it comes to the issues of abortions, there are many doctors, nurses, and midwives who do not want to participate in a healthcare setting that promotes and undertakes abortions. Therefore, it has long been the case that faith-based medical facilities provided safe harbor for those who conscientiously object to abortion. This is why the forced acquisition of Calvary Hospital sets such a dangerous precedent. The government is effectively arguing that either an institution must hold the same ideological beliefs as the government or they will risk being shut down. As Rob Norman, ACT director of the Australian Christian Lobby said, quote, this authoritarian decision is reminiscent of a Soviet style takeover of non-government assets. Clearly, the ACT government has no tolerance for religious convictions that oppose the will of the state. The real problem here is the draconian laws that force medical providers and hospitals to facilitate the intentional taking of human life against their biblically held values, unquote. 
and Dean goes on to say, this decision represents a worrying trend in Australia. It effectively reveals the fact that our government is now so arrogant that it insists that its ideological and political view should dominate every institution and religious belief. If a government can simply write legislation forcibly acquiring any non-government organization, where does that leave the rest of us? This newfound government attitude of taking what it wants, when it wants, from whoever it wants is a most unwelcome development. Folks, you can check uh, more of Dean's articles out at harbingersdaily.com. Once again, that is Dean Dwyer. Thank you, Mr. Dean, for that wonderfully written article and kind of shed some light over here in the United States of America. What is going on over there in Australia, you guys? And, well, you know him, you love him. He is one of my favorite. It is Leo Holman, H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com. So, Churches take up interfaith, quote, pride, mantle with Jews, Muslims, Hindus, all striving to virtue signal to the advancing one world beast system. The war in the spirit realm is heating up in 2023. We have seen growing pushback against the, quote, pride movement. Whether it be Bud Light, Target, Disney, the L.A. Dodgers, Hasbro, or Chick-fil-A, people are making them pay for shoving unwanted messages down their throats. But there's little evidence that this backlash has emanated from churches or being particularly religious focused. It's regular folks, mama bears and papa bears for the most part, who are saying not only no, but hell no. They aren't offering their kids up to the groomers and pedophiles. Contrary to this awakening, on that part of many younger or many young parents, there has been a noticeable uptick in alleged religious groups showing public support for things that their holy books characterize as sin. That being homosexuality, lesbianism, bisexual, bisexuality, so-called transgenderism, and other aspects of the sweeping cultural Marxist agenda. Eric Lindrum, writing for American Greatness, cites a report by NPR tracing the increase in religious group support for LGBTQ, quote, pride, unquote, to a nationwide initiative called Faith for Pride, run by the far-left group Interfaith Alliance. The group consists of multiple religions and denominations, including Christians. Those aren't real Christians. I'm just going to put that out there. If you support this, you cannot be a Christian. You cannot be a Christian and, and hold to biblical values and support that. Pride, hello. The Bible even calls pride itself a sin. What was the fall of Satan? Pride. Sorry. Back to the article at hand. <laughs> Including Christians, air quote there, um, Jews, Muslims, Hindus, etc. Basically the same cast of characters who will come together in one world religion built around climate change, racist, critical race theory, liberation theology, LGBTQ+, ABCDEFG fanaticism, transhumanism, and other globalist cause, causes loosely assembled together or loosely under the banner of ESG scores and eventually a digitized social credit scoring system for all people on the planet. Guys, if you haven't watched J. Markell's latest program on understanding the times or two guests talk about this ESG scores, like you can see with Bud Light losing billions with a B as in boy dollar, Target losing billions of dollars with a B, they don't seem to care why. ESG scoring because they know they may lose money now in the short run, but in the long run, they will still be in business. They will still be allowed to operate their business with their ESG scoring system. We'll talk about that. But if you haven't watched that article, I mean, you haven't watched that program, guys, get on there or you haven't listened to her radio program. Hello, olivetreeviews.org. Go watch that today. Go listen to it today. You can catch her on Rumble and YouTube and many, many other um, platforms. But anyway, Back to the article from Leo. <laughs> this obsession with forcing people to bow down and offer incense to the alphabet soup is occurring simultaneously with the globalist push for digital IDs and central bank digital currencies. These are the tools the globalists are setting up to be used as the enforcement mechanisms to demand allegiance to the coming government mandates associated with the above noted wedged issues. So they tried to make it all about love and hate. If you don't bow down and acknowledge that gay sex is normal and good, you will be cast as a hater. Even if you hold a live and let live attitude and don't care one way or another what consenting adults do behind closed doors, that won't be good enough. You're not allowed to be neutral on this. That's why they are pushing drag shows for children and sex change drug surgeries for minors, explicit pornography in school books, 
the gamut. They know that by applying their rabid alphabetical soup ideology to the kids, this will drive mothers and fathers crazy with anger when they see these perverts and groomers going after the children. But if you object and voice your opinion publicly, you are now cast into the group of haters to be vilified by the political religious um, media establishment. It's all a trap, of course, designed to divide and conquer. Folks, I call the LG blah, 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 the alphabet soup, just so you know. That is not the authors of any articles that I read or cite or anything like that. That is me because I am so sick of saying those letters. They make me sick. So I refer to that as the alphabet soup. Anyway, let me get a cup of coffee here, folks. I'm going to get a drink. <laughs> let me tell you, got to have a caffeine. I have quit a lot of drugs in my life. <laughs> I quit cocaine back in the 90s. I quit drinking alcohol. I think in 2008, and I've quit a lot of stuff, folks, but I got to have my coffee. <laughs> coffee and chocolate. Tell you what, two food groups, everything, everybody should have coffee, chocolate. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just kidding. Anyway, so guys, this is Divide and Conquer. It is gaslighting. It is classic gaslighting. So on his website, the Interfaith Alliance states, and I quote, the majority of faith groups and congregations across the country are inspired by their traditions to celebrate the inherent dignity and worth of all people, including the many beloved alphabet soup plus members of their communities. But an extremist minority, but an extremist minority is working to distort the meaning of religious freedom to discriminate against those who identify or believe differently than they do. Sinfully, folks, it's not differently. See how they word this up? I'm sorry. Let me finish the quote. As people of faith, it's vital that we fight back against these heinous efforts and voice our support for the alphabet soup plus siblings right to live with full dignity and safety. Join us in celebrating faith for pride, unquote. Let me throw this in here. Just, just you know, go throw this out there. You see how they vilify us, how they turn everything around, and there's like those extremist minority that actually believe the Bible and what God had to say. Those folks, they're causing all this thing. We can't celebrate in safety no more because they're going to come after us and throw the Bible at us. Really, what are we going to do? We're going to tell you. We're going to tell you. We're not going to shove a gun in your face and say, look, you need to turn to Christ or I'm going to blow your head off. No, don't say that. We don't vilify these people. We nothing. No, these people are grooming our children. They are pedophiles. They are attacking our children on the most innocent level. They're forcing this God forsaken pornography in schools, on, in school, on children. Does anybody remember Run, Dick, Run, Run, Spot, Run? Do y'all remember those books? That's what I grew up with. Now, I had these people growing up this. Folks, if you've seen some of that stuff, you I, I'm telling you, if I had some of that, some of their books on my computer, that's child pornography. And those are books that they're teaching these kids in school to read. Folks, it is an abomination. And God said, if you hurt one of these little ones, it'd be better if a millstone were hung around your neck and you were thrown to the depths of the seas and for you to hurt a little one. Folks, you better turn from your wicked ways. These people, and and... It's hard not to hate them. And I'm just telling you, not not them per se. It's hard not to hate what they stand for. And it's hard as Christians. And, and people say, Christian is all about love. God wouldn't hate these people. God wouldn't bull. Have you read your Bible? God hates sin, hates it. And if you don't hate what God hates, hmm, are you really a Christian? Now, do we hate the people? Absolutely not. We do not hate the people. We hate the sin we hate the sin you look at these folks and you got to realize they are lost they are absolutely lost they're not saved they're not christians they're on their way to hell they're on their way to hell if they were to die in their sin today they would go to hell for all eternity we should pray for these people pray for the drag queens pray for all these people i have friends that are gay i love them dearly i have family members that are gay i love them dearly I pray for them. And a lot of them are like, this This drag queen stuff is an abomination. And they even say this is wrong. You know, I had friends back when I was in college that actually was into that. And, you know, and I pray for them. I pray for them. But pride is a sin. And isn't it ironic what they have done? They have taken pride, which is the number, I mean, the sin that caused Satan to fall. That was that was Satan's pride. That was his sin was pride. And they have taken that as their 
pride flag. And they've taken the rainbow, which is God's promise to us to never flood the earth again and kill all humanity. And they've taken these two and they have made that their flag, their symbol. And they're so they're so prideful and arrogant. And now they want to shove all this down our throats, down our children's throats. And they're all those people like, let be and let be like, whatever. You know, like, whatever. And I think as Christians, we're like, whatever you do behind your door, that's fine. Oh, well, whatever. Don't let her introduce, you know, come into society. Well, what has it done? It's come into our culture, society. It's permeating everything. It's in churches. It's everywhere. If your church, if your so-called church supports the alphabet soup, you may want to get your butt out of that church. Because I ain't a church. Um, the Methodists, I don't know what happened to the Methodists along the way. But they're all about liberal and just they have gay people that are that are ministry. I'm like, what has happened to you? Are you not reading the same Bible that I have? I mean, hello, McFly. Hello. What is going on? I'll tell you what's going on. Satan. Remember Jesus told us, you remember he's, they were with us, but they went out from us because they were not of us. Remember, he warned us. That apostates would be in churches. Remember, Satan himself can turn himself into an angel of light. Hello. What do you think all these fake uh, people in these churches that cause division? Remember, there's like several Baptist uh, pastors that's been on news television programs. Like, well, we're not Christians. I'm not really a Christian. I don't really believe this stuff, you know, but I have a good pension or like whatever. Folks, you have to be very, very, very careful who is leading your congregation. I want to talk about that article coming up next i think i had that uh let me pull it up here make sure i still got it oh while i'm talking about there's a perspective in prophecy course uh, this is a school in bible prophecy we recommend this is uh, uh, jan markell um it talks about um view uh, several short videos and use the contact tab to inquire about more information guys if you are looking into that you can go to perspective in prophecy.com it'll take you to a youtube page and all kinds of fun stuff but let me pull up that. I'm going to see if I still have that article. I'm telling you guys, they are coming for the kids, and that's where they start first, indoctrinating the schools and all kinds of good stuff. Um, let me see. Can our economy survive the coming tsunami of commercial real estate defaults? Oh, boy. Spiritual warfare, the last days, and demonic deception. Guys, so much is happening. I mean, it's so hard just to keep up with stuff like that. Article that I was going to read you guys is gone. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll find it again and I can read you the rest of that article. But um, how they're coming after folks, they're coming after our children. Not only are they coming after our children, but they're coming after the teens. Uh, they're coming after you and me now as Christians, adults. You know, if we don't kowtow and bow to their uh enforcement of this ideology on on us and oh my gosh we're gonna be labeled and they're talking about esg scores and all of this stuff and folks believe me they've been racking up all information on every one of us to give us an esg score and now we have the digital banking system and people think oh it's gonna be cool because i don't even use cash anyway i use my debit card for everything you know ha 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 ha, ha. It's, not, it's not gonna be different really it is it's gonna be it's going to be different, folks. You're going to be able to go out uh, to the ATM and pull out $500 and go do whatever you want to with it. Oh, no, no, no. All this digital bank currency is going to be programmed. It's all programmed. It'll allow you to buy what they think you should be able to buy. There's like 15-minute prisons. I mean, cities and all these things. Folks, wake up and smell the tyrannical governments coming upon us. It is the World Economic Forum. Some folks have never heard of that. And, you know, guys, I harp on that all the time. World Economic Forum. You have the Yuval Noah Hararis and you have all these folks um, that have come up with all this stuff for you and me. You know, isn't that ironic? These select group of people are making all the laws and rules and all this stuff that they think us little peasants should follow. Hmm, interesting. Anyway, back to uh, Leo's uh, article here. Baptist minister uh, Paul Rochambeau is president of the Interfaith Alliance. Oh, my goodness, president of the Interfaith Alliance. Get that Baptist minister. We are not going to let this happen to our alphabet uh, siblings. Not on our watch. We need to organize, unquote. And organize they will, Leo says. Rochambeau's calls for left-wing Christians to unite with other 
uh, progressive religions to, quote, fight back against legislation being passed in states across the country that are meant to stop hospitals and doctors from offering gender-affirming care, which is a euphemism for pumping children full of dangerous drugs and amputating healthy body tissue. This demented psychopathic ideology is now running rampant in the public schools, even in conservative school districts. It's worth noting that Paul Rauschenberg is the great-grandson of Walter Rauschenbosch, or whatever, Rauschenbusch, uh, who is known as the father of the social gospel. Here is Paul announcing the kickoff of Faith for Pride 2023. I don't detect anything of God in the man. Is it just me? And I'm not going to play that because I'm just not going to. I don't want to put that stuff on this uh, program. Anyway, so they're coming for your kids. And Rauschenbuck is horrified that any parents would want to protect their child from these monsters. Quote, and we need to rally religious communities and a religious voice to say no, he says. Don't feel like you have this choice between your sexuality or your gender in your religious tradition. There are people out there who love you, who respect you, who will welcome you and will help you thrive, unquote. And who will encourage you to take, and as he puts this in, I'm with you, Leo, and who will encourage you to take chemical puberty blockers and cut off your breasts if you're a girl or take synthetic hormones to grow breasts if you're a boy? Linger reports that one example of the Interfaith Alliance uh, public displays of support for, quote, pride was at Pride Fest in Santa Monica, California, where six different houses of worship had booth setups, including the Episcopalians, Lutherans, and Jews. Jews, that's surprising. Uh, the booths handed out various rainbow-themed merchandise, including temporary rainbow tattoos, including uh, clothing depicting Jesus with a rainbow crown of thorns and a rainbow-colored star of David. Excuse me while I vomit in my mouth blasphemy if you don't get angry about this folks telling you you have to hate this stuff hate it do i hate the rainbow color star i do i hate it do i hate the rainbow crown of thorns i hate that absolutely i hate it because i'm a christian that's why i hate that because god hates that that is blasphemy anyway quote I think it's really important, said Rabbi Jillian. Rabbi Jillian Cameron? Is that a female? What? At one of the booths. Quote, for us to be just as visible so that people know out in the world that loud voices saying horrible things to our community are not the only religious voices out there, unquote. The Interfaith Alliance says it's protecting faith and freedom, but it's not doing either. Let's be honest. This is all about virtue signaling to the rapidly forming one world system, a system where evil is cast as good and good as evil. These virtue signalers are the lukewarm church Jesus talked about in Revelation that would dominate Christianity in the end times. It's apostate Christianity, fake Christianity, ever willing to compromise with the world. And he said he would spew them out of his mouth like a rotten tomato. What they call, quote, love is not authentic either. It's fake True love always tells people the truth, even when it may be difficult for them to accept. And when it comes to children, it's our duty to protect them from these perverted groomers and their allies in the apostate church. If I met a pastor, a priest, or a cleric who espoused these disgusting ideology, I would run the other way. And I sure wouldn't let him or her within a hundred yards of any child. Amen, Leo. You better believe it. I tell you what. Amen, brother. Amen. Which leads me right on into this article. Why Christian parents must consider a mass exodus from government schools for their children by Alex Newman. So there has never been a better time for parents and especially Christian parents to get their children out of government schools. That is a message pastors and families all over America need to hear right now from the indoctrination and sexualization of children to the unprecedented dumbing down and now the outrageous coronavirus measures um, the time has come. Folks, this article is at charismanews.com charismanews.com by Alex Newman posted um uh, May the 11th of 2021. Uh, this is back uh, way back, but it's the truth, folks. Can't get any cheaper than that now. So there's never been much uh, more better time for parents, especially Christian parents, to get their children out of government schools. When we first embarked on this mission, the idea of encouraging all parents to get out was seen as a fringe, if not ridiculous. But today, the tables have turned. Talk radio titan Rush Limbaugh, evangelical leader uh, Franklin Graham, and former President Donald Trump, and even internationally known ministry leader and talk show host James Dobson have now all sounded the alarm on this subject. And guys, you know, it's an old article because we're talking about, oh, Rush Limbaugh. Boy, he was a great, sure do miss him. 
Oh, my goodness. So anyway, with coronavirus keeping children home from public schools around the world, our growing coalition of Christian ministry leaders, lawyers, educators, and journalists are working to make sure that once the crisis is over, millions never go back. Instead, what America and the church needs is a massive and permanent exodus into the safe sanctuary of homeschooling in high-quality private schools. On the other hand, I can't encourage parents strongly enough to try to or try out true homeschooling, not government school at home. During the coronavirus shutdown, just stop relying on the government period. At the same time, parents should closely examine the material public schools are using. Most would be appalled. On another front, it is time for pastors across America to advance this mission too. They will be key. For one, they should uh, preach on what the Bible says about education. It will not take long for Bible-believing pastors to recognize that God never intended his people to hand their children over to anti-Christian government schools for, quote, education, unquote. Rather, parents are told to disciple and educate their children. Pastors have a key role to play in making the exodus happen. Toward that goal, they should talk to their elders and churches about how they can help families. It will look uh, it will it would look different at each church. Some may want to start a Christian school. Others may just want to facilitate a homeschool co-op. Smaller churches may simply want to set up a virtual Christian academy. No matter what, we are here to help. You know, it's amazing. As I was just now reading this article, I had that go through my mind. What about virtual Christian academies? What about that? Hello, especially for for folks who, you know, working parents are like, whatever, they could still use like a virtual Christian academy. If you any guys out there listening to this podcast um, have the means to be able to maybe facilitate something like that or get something like that up and going, that'd be a good thing. That'd be a pretty good thing. But anyway, this article was from 2021. I wanted to touch on a little bit of that. But that is true. Today is even more so you need to get your kids out of school. And if you do live in the Amarillo area, we have several Christian academies here in the uh, Amarillo area. And they are wonderful. And you can get help with tuition. Uh, Accelerate Academy. Um, they have one. Accelerate Church has one. Um, a couple of my friends' k- children go there. I've gone to several of their events, and I tell you what, phenomenal, phenomenal teaching there. Uh, we have a San Jacinto Christian Academy here too. I believe it's a Baptist um, church. Uh, folks, lots of look around your area. I tell you what, um, that'd be a good thing. And you know what I might want to do when I rebuild my website. And somebody try to put a section in there for um, Christian schools in maybe different parts. That'd be kind of cool. But anyway. I'll look into that. <laughs> so uh, what else we got? Globalists will be forgotten relics of the past when we inherit our everlasting kingdom with Christ. Remember that, folks. We're in this world, but we are not of this world. I know it's looking darker and darker every day. But you know what the good news is? You know it. We're going to be yanked out of here <laughs> in the twinkling of an eye. Jesus Christ is going to take us home. That's his promise. And we look for the promise of his appearing. That's what we are looking for. We are hopeful. We are hopeful for the return of Christ. And we are to be looking for him. Remember, hold your head up high because your redemption draws near. Hello. I love it. We know it. This world is not for us. <laughs> we have a better thing coming. I tell you what, I am so thankful to God for that. In depth, the art of spiritual war and how Andy Stanley fell into the fool's trap. I want to read this. Because I love Charles Stanley. I loved his daddy, boy. I tell you what. But Andy, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I have a, uh, a video on my YouTube channel. I have the original, and I have one that I kind of updated. It's got, I don't know, like 3,000 views, 3.5 thousand views. <laughs> of all the stuff that I talk about, that's the one that gets all the views, really. But anyway, I don't... Uh, I, I don't put topics out there just to get, you know, views. That's not how I that's not how I operate. You guys know me more than that. And plus, I have the teeny, 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 tiny channel there. The other one they, they took down from me, which was teeny, tiny as well. So, <laughs> I think I had maybe 99, maybe it almost broke 100 views, uh, 100 subscribers on my last um, channel. But that's okay. I don't do it for that. But... Um, I did want to throw it on here. Let me see if I can find it. Let's see my videos. And uh, let's see. Let me do my popular one. That's right. Playlist community. Ah, who knows? There it goes. Popular. Yeah. So is Andy Standy in apostate? So I did that. And boy, how did that thing? That's 4.7 thousand views now. Unbelievable. But, you know, I have the good one that I actually broke it down. Is Andy Stanley an apostate or a heretic or both? I get 168 views. 
<laughs> so when you actually talk about you know Bible prophecy or you talk about headlines, you know, you don't you don't get a lot of views. And uh, but I'm not for the views. You guys know that. Um, anywho, I thought that was kind of funny. But if you get a chance, you can go watch that. It's, it's got some good information on there. And um, you know, if you guys um, if you guys don't watch Spencer Smith, you might want to check out old Spencer Smith too on YouTube. I like him. Um, no, I don't agree with everything that he agrees with. This. I'm letting you know that I don't agree, and I don't think anybody really agrees with anything anybody says. You know, we can always agree, right? But uh, as long as we hold to the doctrinal truths, and he's the one that starts that doctrine matters. I love that. I have a T-shirt on my Spreadshop uh, 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 store. There it says doctrine matters. I have a big old line on there. It's kind of cool. But what else we have? AI could threaten humanity within two years. Warns UK AI task force advisor. That's from the Zero Hedge. In an interview with a local UK media outlet, Matt Clifford, who also serves as the chair of the government's advanced research and invention agency, or the ARIA, stressed that current systems are getting more and more capable of an ever-increasing rate. He continued to say that, uh, that if officials don't consider safety and regulations now, the systems will become very powerful in two years. Now, I'm going to throw this up there again. If you guys have watched Jim Markell's latest program at Understanding the Times Radio, they talk about this, and I'm telling you what, it, they've got some great insight, really, really good insight. And so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about it until you guys have had a chance to go and watch that program. And I can actually put the link. I'm gonna put the link in the description of this podcast that way you guys can go if you want to listen to it because you can listen to it on podbean or youtube or google whatever you guys get your stuff apple whatever um itunes whatever you can listen to it as a podcast as well and i'm gonna put the link there so you guys can listen to it but it is beyond oh you're gonna love it anyway and so sensationalism ufo crashes in las vegas police body cam catchers the mysterious event that's the gateway pundit KLAS is reporting that on April the 30th, around 11.50 p.m., a strange object was recorded on Las Vegas Metro Police body cam while streaking through the sky, presumably crashing near the family's home while on the phone with emergency dispatch. The seemingly frightened caller reported they're like 8 foot, 9 feet, 10 foot. They look like aliens to us. <laughs> so, folks, you can check that out. This is by guest contributor. And doesn't have it. Doesn't have the name here. Oh yes, Sean Bradley Witzman. Uh, Sean Bradley Witzman from TMI. Uh, so it goes on to say, um, uh, "quote They have big eyes." He continued, "Like I can't explain it. In a big mouth, they're shiny eyes, and they're human. They're at one hundred percent not human." So okay, that's kind of contradicting. But police were quick to respond, arriving to the scene just thirty minutes after their own observations of the unidentified phenomenon. Uh, after police arrived on scene, more family members cooperated. What was reported to dispatch officers told the witnesses that they seemed legit scared. I'm not going to BS you guys. The officer in the footage tells the family, one of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky too. And of course, it has it here on the body cam. And they're talking to the people here. Police body cam records UFO crash landing in Las Vegas. Residents call police saying a couple of not human 8 to 10 foot beings with big eyes in their backyard. Black SUVs reported in an area that possibly took aircraft away and all video of backyard uh, blacked out. Of course, you can watch for yourself there if you want to go to Twitter. KLIS further reports that the American Meteor Society confirmed several reports in California, Nevada, and Utah of a bright flash in the sky. Although there's still no definitive answer as to what exactly transpired in the family's backyard, multiple sources have been signaling that things would be getting more interesting. <laughs> as Gateway Bunner reported just a few days ago, experts say disclosure is happening now. Goes on to say, uh, in an interview with Lee Parizhan, David Grush provided more information about these uh, recent about his recent claims and why he decided it was time to come out of the shadows. Quote, for almost 90 years, the United States and its allies have been recovering fragments of objects and exotic objects, damaged or intact vehicles, Cruz explained. The analysis carried out have provided proof that these were non-human objects, particularly those discovered 90 years ago. The programs I'm talking about were dedicated to reverse engineering for military purposes, and that is unfortunately the main purpose. 
theoretic physicist and advanced propulsion uh, expert Dr. Jack uh, Sarfati told Tim Ventura, the biggest reason for secrecy is a lack of understanding. He says those who have access to the technology haven't grasped the elementary physics of UAP. You saw that in the NASA meeting they just had, Sarfati explained. I mean, these people are all very competent in their field, but they don't have a clue what the blank is going on. Admittedly, most of us don't. <laughs> it goes on to say, let's hope we can figure it out before an entire armada crashes into our backyard. <laughs> Folks, that is from the Gateway Pundit. And that's my guest post, uh, Sean Bradley Weitzman. And I, wanted, I, I brought this article up to talk to you guys about it. So I was getting a tire put on my car today. And I had so many flats here in the last two weeks. It's crazy. It is so crazy. Um, I don't know how to explain it. And I do apologize for not getting any podcasts up this week. I have been I have been very ill. I haven't been faring very well at all. But today, praise God, I feel very good. Um, but I, I wanted to throw that up there. But I was I was at the tire place getting some tires put on at Mavis, and we're getting a tire put on. And um, I heard this this thing come on about the UFOs, and it was on Fox News. And this girl come in and um, quite liberal. You could you could tell this outrageously liberal anyway. And she started cursing. Uh, about how uh, how you know blankety blank people you know would believe this blankety blank you know blank whatever, and uh, me and a couple of guys were talking cars you know because hello I'm a Honda person he had a Honda too by the way, uh, anyway we were sitting here talking shop and uh, we just kind of looked at it asking he kind of moved we both moved over to the other side of the shop to get away from him but I mean it's true though it's true so. Uh, we go back to a time when, you know, Billy Bob in the backyard in Kentucky drinking on his moonshine saw something flying through the air and he goes, oh my gosh, get the shotgun, boys, because there's something coming. <laughs> and, you know, he used to make fun of those folks. And now it's on Fox News. KT or KLAS is now reporting. There's a, I mean, there's a police officer with body cam footage now. So what do you think they're going to be using in the end times when Christians are raptured? I mean, there's not aliens. Okay, these are demons. We all know the Bible talks about deception, right? It's all about deception. And so aliens, um, you know, I'm sure they're not aliens, but they're, you know, this Satan wants you to believe these things. So they're, you know, creating all this deception in the world. And so now it's not Billy Bob in the backyard drinking his moonshine. It's now military and, you know, police officers and law enforcement and like, you know, credible people, you know, wouldn't say Billy Bob ain't credible, but, you know, Billy Bob wasn't sucking in the moonshine. These are like credible, intelligent people. And so, but they're using this great deception. And so there's going to be more and more stories like this to get people, you know, accustomed to, hey, you know, these aliens, they're for real, right? And so when we're yanked out of here, they're going to be aliens stuck them, aliens stuck them. <laughs> and then, you know, boom, and the people will believe that. And so, but anyway, they're going to believe the lie. They will believe the lie rather than the truth. Instead of reading their Bible to say, hey, Christians will be raptured. Their, their king is coming. Their king is coming to take them out of here. They're not going to believe that. They're going to believe the lie that will be perpetrated on them by all the governments of the world, economic forums, the Yuval and all Hararis and all these people, the Bill Gates and all these people have come together to create this, this, this deception, this delusion. And they're going to fall for the lie. And there'll be those Christians or there'll be those people that Christians have told and told and told about the gospel. And they have refused. They have hardened their hearts against Christ. And it's like, well, you know, if you're raptured, well, then I believe, you know. No, you won't have that opportunity. Billy, you're not going to have that opportunity, Mr. Billy, if you refuse to accept Christ and you knew, you knew the gospel, you heard the gospel, and you had hardened your heart against the gospel, guess what? God is going to send you a great delusion. When God sends you a great delusion, you ain't going to believe the truth. And so right now, those who are lost, these satanic people in this world that are lost, and just, you know, your everyday neighbors that, you know, that may not... You know, they may not be really bad people. They go to work. They come home. They do whatever they do, right? They're not outright satanic or anything, you know. But to not believe in Christ, you believe in Satan. So there's no in-between. But, you know, they may be the worst people. But, you know, those people will have an opportunity because maybe they haven't had a chance to harden their heart to Jesus. You know, and those people will be saved during the tribulation. And so... You know, we have to be able to have products, you know, have your Bible with maybe earmarked, whatever, something in the front of it to tell them what scriptures to go to. Because 
when the deception comes, not only is Satan has created this whole delusion deception right now, but God is going to send a delusion to those folks who rejected his son. And then there'll be no hope for those people. They'll accept the mark. They'll accept whatever. They're like, hell, Satan, you know, whatever, you know, They're, that's, that's what they'll do. But for those folks, your neighbors and all these other folks, and, you know, just this people who ha- have not hardened their heart to Christ. Maybe they have, maybe they've heard the gospel, maybe once or twice in their life, right? They just haven't really, you know, they haven't hardened their heart. They haven't made the decision. They haven't whatever. And as soon as we're yanked out of here, those folks, those folks will have an opportunity to still accept Jesus as their savior. So get out there and start spreading the word. Now there's, there's drag queens and you have your homosexual friends, like whatever, all these folks, you have people living in adultery, that's a sin too. You have those folks. You have people um, living in sin. They're not married. So, you know, all kinds of sin. There's gluttonous, all kinds of drunkard, all kinds of sin in this world. And sin leads to death. That's the ultimate. Wages of sin are death, the Bible says. Folks, we need to get out there and tell people about the love of Jesus Christ, the saving grace and mercy of Jesus. Your sins can be forgiven. You can be forgiven. You don't pay anything. It doesn't cost anything from you because Jesus Christ paid it all on the cross. He paid it all. He died a horrific death for us. He took the sin, the punishment of sin upon himself so that we would not have to go. We wouldn't have to die. We wouldn't have to die in our sins and go to hell. Jesus loved us that much. God loves you and me that much that he sent his son to die on a cross. There has to be a penalty. There has to be payment. And so when people tell you that it's a free gift, it is a free gift for us. But it wasn't for Jesus. It took a lot. and It wasn't for God. It cost him his son. And so think about that. So if you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died for your sin and that God raised him from the dead three days later, you, my friend, will be saved I always say you could be driving down the road. You could be sitting on your couch eating Fritos, Cheetos, Doritos. I don't care what you're eating. Whatever you're eating. You could be eating crackers and cheese. I don't care. Peanut butter and crackers. Peanut butter jelly sandwich. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> but you can be saved today. Today. Today is a day of salvation, Jesus says. Today. Please don't wait. Don't wait anymore. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. Neither one of us are. None of us are. None of us are guaranteed tomorrow. I'm not guaranteed my next breath. You're not guaranteed your next breath. Do you really want to take that chance with eternity? If you're not saved, you want to take that chance. Don't listen to what the world tells you. The Bible says we as Christians are in this world. We are not of this world. I have a not of this world sticker on the back of my car. And that's what that means. We're in this world, but we are not of this world. Jesus said, if they hated me, they will hate you too. Remember that. If they persecuted me, they're going to persecute you too. So we're in this world. We're being persecuted. And, you know, these things are going to happen to us. We're going to have trials. We're going to have tribulations. We have to put our faith in Christ, in Jesus. So no matter what happens, our joy is not in our circumstance. Happiness comes from your circumstances. Joy does not come from your circumstances. Joy comes from from the Lord Jesus Christ and us knowing that he's our savior our sins are forgiven we have a home and this is not it <laughs> so Jesus said in John 14 that in my father's house were many mansions or many rooms and if there were not so I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you and if I go to prepare a place for you I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am there you will be also and the way you know so we know the way. Jesus Christ said he is the way, the truth, and life, and no one comes to the Father except through him. So I always say again in the word. I always say that because if you don't know the word, you're going to be lost. You can become a saved. You can be a Christian today. You can be a Christian. You can become saved. You can be saved from your sins today by the blood of Jesus Christ today. Wipe your sake clean. Everything is gone, forgotten. Jesus says, I remember it no more. I have blotted it out. Boom, as far as the east is from the west is how far I have forgiven you of your sins. You can do that today for free right now. You have a personal relationship. Once you accept Christ as your Savior, guess what? You can come to the throne of God at any time. There's no there's no certain hours. It's not a, you know, weekends off. I'm sorry, you can only come on Sunday. You can only come Wednesday night. <laughs> no. 
we can come to our heavenly Abba Father. You know what Abba Father means? It means Daddy. That's what it means. Like Daddy Father in Hebrew. Isn't that so sweet? We have an Abba Father. Jesus Christ made that way for us. And so Jesus... You know, anytime, anytime you need anything, we can go to the throne of God. You don't need anybody to go for you. The Bible says not to call anybody on earth your father, for you have one heavenly father and he is in heaven. You have one mediator and that is Jesus Christ. So don't let anybody tell you that you got to go to a priest. That's wrong. The Catholic church is a pseudo Christian church. They're not real. And it's a satanic church. And if you haven't, read a little bit about the whore uh the whore that rides the beast you might want to check into that because that's probably the catholic church anyway uh like i say go check out uh billy crone pastor billy crone at getalifemedia.com getalifemedia.com and go check out pastor billy crone's teaching on the catholic church um i actually have every single one of those on this podcast it's been a few months ago i guess but i played every one of them on this podcast and if you want to go to my youtube channel you can go to bible prophecy that is the number four bible prophecy for today and uh, or at i guess they have handles now on youtube at, at bible prophecy for today which is the number four not spelled out so anyway you can check that out and i have a playlist you can go click over to my playlist and um let's see i have ladies bible teachers for women so if you guys like melissa Dolce, that's really cool in times with pastor randy davis he's my pastor um, from lifeway fellowship baptist church i love pastor randy he now pastors another church And one day, God willing, when I get a better car, I can drive out there. But anyway, (laughs) and I also have, let me see here. Oh, my goodness. I did have, oh, there it is. Yep. So I have Roman Catholics. It's the full playlist. And that's by um, Pastor Billy Crumb. But I'll tell you the easiest way to get that is to download the Get a Life Media app. The Get a Life Media app. And uh, you guys can go to teachings. I don't have my phone with me right now or I would uh, go over it. Oh, I do have it in my back pocket. Looky there, looky there. I try not to get around the audio equipment because it'll do that tick, 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 tick sound and nobody likes that. <laughs> but uh, let me see here. I go to the getalifemedia.app right here. It is actually, it says Billy Crone. So if you look at it, it was Pastor Billy Crone. And uh, so it'll say latest series. Of course, you had the Klaus Schwab um he's over in europe right now i think and he have voodoos vampires and um let's see voodoo vampires and uh the rise and satanic occult or something like that i'm not sure and has this test and he was a satanist by the way so if you click over the little hamburger thingy on the left side top screen it'll pull up the videos apologetics bible classes bible prophecy uh, uh christian living documentaries evangelism holiday messages marriage and family special messages spiritual warfare interviews and on and on and on then of course it also has the audio version of all of those but if you're looking for the catholicism teaching you're going to want to go to bible classes you're going to click that little down arrow there's even got apologetics which is great and it's got voodoo and vampires satanism witchcraft charismatic chaos scientology uh christian science seven day adventist jehovah witnesses uh mormonism roman catholicism new age buddhism hinduism islam judaism world religions intro and defenders of the faith and it's got disciples 102 discipleship 102 and 101 and so any of those that you've ever wondered um how they are um not christianity and what makes them um what makes them a cult or whatever you can go and listen to his teachings i'm telling you he's done a lot of research and he's super funny and um, I, I really am thankful that I found him through Jim R. Kell's radio program. And so, um, but another really good one, if you want to, I'm going to click on this right here on my um, YouTube channel. What I, oh, goodness gracious. There you have it. <laughs> um, anyway, this is the signs of the times. And this is uh, my pastor had all of these. So it's the signs of the times, the Middle East invasion. He talks about the rapture of the church, the 70th week of Daniel, the coming world ruler, the great tribulation, the battle of Armageddon, the tribulation saints, the, um, the role of the United States, if there is one, uh, the millennial reign of Christ, the great white throne judgment, the city of heaven, um, mastering materialism. I threw that one in there for myself, um, living by faith. Um, and of course, um, having faith instead of fear and God's provision in time of need, God's glorious return, the temple of the Lord, the future invasion of Israel, uh, the value of the dry bones, Gehenna, 
Tartarus, Hades, the place of the dead, the reality of hell, uh, eternal security of the believer. And um, those are some really good ones. And I guess um, a flour uh, liquid dough garlic flatbread got mixed in there. So if you guys like um, stuff like that, you want to, to uh, some cheap bread to make easy at home, we can click those on there too. But I'm going to click that playlist. I'm going to put it in the description. So you guys, if you want to, you guys are more than welcome to um, check those out because uh, Pastor Randy, my, my pastor, probably taught the best that I've ever seen on stuff like that he on end times i just absolutely love him but anyway with that guys i think i'm going to get out of here i'm well over an hour today uh and that's what happens when i don't get to talk to you guys on the week but i'm going to try to get a podcast up tomorrow i'm going to try to do um podcasts on tuesdays uh tuesdays and thursdays saturdays and sundays so don't hold me to that um good lord willing my health holes intact and all that good stuff i'll be able to get those podcasts up i know it's frustrating it's frustrating to me because i want to uh get podcasts up and then something inevitably always happens and so but today uh i'm gonna try to try to get that to happen you guys but with that i am going to get off of here and um get in the word of god let the word of god get into you and maranatha lord jesus maranatha oh my goodness you guys thank y'all all so much for all your prayers and all of your um, encouragement, I am so thankful to you guys for that. And um, uh, I just tell you what, may God bless each and every one of you. And, you know, keep looking up, you guys. Do your tippy-toe rapture practice because I think we're going home real soon, real soon. All right, guys. God bless y'all.